0: It's first thing Friday so it's time for FIX. Our weekly newsletter, with this audio version made with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. FIX slash Insider, Friday November 5th. AdTech: The repercussions of the Apple ATT policy continue to hold our attention. The FT reckon key players have lost $10 billion, quoting execs who explain. Advertisers are now getting less bang for their buck on iPhones. He gave as an example a men's underwear brand that would have gained one customer for a $5 ad targeted at 1,000 men. Well, now to get 1,000 men, you have to show it to 2,000 people because all of a sudden you don't know who is a man and who is a woman. Woosley said, and you still only have $5 for those 2,000 impressions. So your acquisition cost doubled and the lost yield is 50%. Eric Suford breaks down in some detail how the new regime advantages Apple and the steps Apple could take to redress this. Apple has created a parallel set of standards for the treatment of its own ad network relative to the treatment of all other ad platforms and networks. If Apple were simply to apply universal standards to data access, consumer choice, and reporting fidelity with respect to mobile advertising, then these advantages wouldn't exist. But let's not hold our breath. The FT argues that Apple has too much power over its rivals but now they have seen the revenues opening up for them I don't see a way back. If you have a strategic subscription the interview with Eric has more background on the impact of ATT and Eric is also one of the authors of a good research paper highlighting the challenges for ad measurement. The overarching question for the resulting research agenda is how should advertisers update and combine ad measurement methodologies? Identity fragmentation creates biases in ad effectiveness estimates Lynn and Misra, 2021. When advertisers lose user level data they lose the conversion-level attribution capabilities that have distinguished digital advertising. Advertisers must then fall back on macro-level ad-measurement, aggregating by time, market, cohort, and or channel. Advertisers will therefore return to media mix modeling, Runjan Sufer 2021, but will seek to combine this with other measurement approaches. Of course not everyone is affected by ATT, Criteo announced good results, driven by their focus on merchant media, and have been quick to point out they are not affected by ATT. As a reminder, our retail media on-site business is not impacted by Apple's ATT feature nor by the iOS 15 changes. As of October 2021, our total exposure to Apple users and our marketing solutions business is limited to below 10% of traffic acquisition costs. In the meantime, Google have new products rolling out, with Performance Max as a new way to buy Google ads across YouTube, Display, Search, Discover, Gmail, and Maps from a single campaign. They also have new tools to enable publishers to use their first party data with Google's programmatic demand. It will be interesting to see who adopts this. In their latest results, the New York Times talk of their first party data, but advertising is very much secondary to their subscription growth in coverage of the results. Digital advertising continued to be buoyed by our proprietary first party targeted ad products and expanded audio product portfolio. Compared with 2019, digital advertising grew more than 22% as a result of higher direct sold advertising, including traditional display and audio. Meanwhile, print advertising increased 39% compared with 2020 primarily driven by growth in the luxury and entertainment categories. However, print advertising remained below 2019 levels by 25%. The importance of first-party data is a major factor in the growth of merchant media and the new private marketplace from U.S. grocery chain Kroger shows the huge scale, with data on 60 million households annually nationwide. That's half the U.S. total. Paul Bannister of Cafe Media has been one of the smarter commentators on the changes in ad tech and his thinking on what Google might do with Flock 2.0 is interesting. In particular the comparison with the IAB taxonomy and how the Google move from cohorts to topics could play out. The Roku results for Q3 were quite good but user growth is slowing, blamed by Roku on falling TV set sales, possibly due to supply chain issues. But their shareholder letter, PDF, reminds us that the ad business goes from strength to strength. Roku is a primary beneficiary as advertisers follow viewers who are moving to TV streaming from traditional pay TV. According to Nielsen, in Q3 ratings for adults 18-49 to 49 on traditional TV fell 19% year-over-year creating supply shortages and increasing ad prices. As a result, the top 10 cable TV advertisers doubled spend on the Roku platform year-over-year. Total monetized video ad impressions nearly doubled year-over-year, driven by strong client acquisition and retention. Merchant There seems to be no end of funding available to fast-last-mile startups. Two 19-year-old Stanford dropouts have raised $60 million to disrupt the grocery market in India with SEPTO. They are using dark stores whereas most of the competition is using existing convenience stores. Meal kit giant HelloFresh has reported good figures comma revenue this year should be up 57% but they acknowledge the end of lockdowns will impact growth. In the UK Gusto is the market leader, but as these firms build the market they open the door for more specialist startups. Our friends at Farmstand focus on food quality and use an innovative sous vide approach to minimize prep and maximize taste and in the US Georgie and Tom's is good at poaching more discerning customers from the bigger firms. Is it acceptable to mention Christmas yet? Adobe thinks so and have shared their 2021 holiday shopping report. For all the size and dominance of Amazon their geographic presence isn't that developed, and in Eastern Europe Alibaba is a big player. This year Alibaba has plans for singles day across European markets, could it catch on? Modern retail looks at how social media giants are playing e-commerce catch up. Web3 More on the new thinking around Web3. A16z share their Web3 policy. We need an internet that can help us retain leadership in a world of increasing competition, unlock opportunity for the millions on the margins of the innovation economy, and enable people to take control of their digital lives. The solution is Web3, the third generation of the internet, a group of technologies that encompasses digital assets, decentralized finance, blockchains, tokens, and DAOs. A long rolling stone piece looks at one of the most influential NFT projects, the Board Ape Yacht Club. And this tweet shows that Amazon are focused here too. $AMZN isn't giving $FB or Uruguayan Peso a free pass to creating the metaverse. They're hiring an alliance leader to deepen their relationship with Epic Games. Their purpose? To accelerate the adoption of the Unreal Engine by metaverse developers. Plus plus. Why the best way to drive viral growth to increase retention and engagement Andrew Chen of A16Z. Move over, Instagram influencers, welcome to the era of the independent creator. Fortnite China is shutting its servers on November 15th. IAB study shows consumer economy growth shifting to direct brands. Fan, dual, draft kings are among bidders for the athletic. Announcing a new partnership with Vidzi and CreativeX the data officers who have become China's most sought-after staff. What can we do when the tech giants let us all down? Google tech payments to Apple are now advertising revenues and vary with Google's iOS revenues. Facebook skirts Apple's App Store fees with custom subscription links for creators.